This is Tom Fox, and I would like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series on the future of communication in financial compliance. This podcast series is sponsored by Varent, and my guest throughout this series is Phil Fry, Vice President and General Manager of Financial Compliance Strategy at Varent. Over this series, we'll take a deep dive into the current status of communications in financial institutions, how or how not to be compliant, an analysis and insight into this arena, how to avoid accentuating the negative and the human element down the road in compliance. I know you will find this series incredibly useful and important for, first, a word about our sponsor, Varent. For years, Varent Financial Compliance has led the way with market-leading solutions for communication capture and interaction data analysis to help financial firms prevent compliance issues proactively. Today, when digitalization, hybrid working, and the proliferation of communication channels across all companies present increasingly complex challenges, Varent is again pioneering AI-powered speech recognition, transcription, and communication profiling capabilities for these difficulties. For more information or to book a demo, visit Varent.com. In this part one, we consider the current status of communications compliance in the financial industry. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and welcome to our first episode of the Future of Communication and Financial Compliance. In this journey, I'm joined by Phil Fry, VP and uh, General Manager of Financial Compliance Strategies at Varent. Phil, first of all, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me. Thank you very much, Tom, for having me on on the podcast. Phil, in this episode, I really wanted to bring us up to date. You and I had the opportunity to visit a few years ago And frankly, it seems like a lifetime ago, (laughs) pre-pandemic, pre-Russian invasion of Ukraine, pre-change in a lot of things, regulatory changes, technology changes, and frankly, user changes. I wondered if we might start with what is Varent currently doing in financial compliance and really why? Great. Yeah, happy to do that. As you said, Tom, look, the the last four years have been incredibly eventful, right? This goes for all industries, of course, but COVID and and the rapid adoption of hybrid working and and now the traction with generative AI have completely transformed the financial compliance environment dramatically. The use of differing modes and modalities within the communication sphere has changed so much and become so complex that it's harder for compliance solutions and vendors than ever to keep up. I I know it sounds like just moaning for the sake of moaning, but the challenges that financial firms are facing today, if they truly want to adhere to regulations, are more demanding than ever. The increase of unified communications and mobile phones and the adherence to changing client demands mean that the, the way that the traders conduct business today is indistinguishable to the past. Look, instead of one-to-one conversations, there's an ever-increasing use of conference calls and persistent interactions, which can involve a varying number of people. Some are regulated, some who are not, some who you know, some who you don't, over a long period of time. Now, Verint has termed this as non-binary communications. It's a party to multi-party, and it's 
adds a lot to the complexity. Of course, at Verity, we're trying to do our best to respond to these challenges, but providing financial firms with a single holistic compliance solution that they can use to capture their entire communications environment. And then, of course, we're also pioneering some generative AI-driven transcription, communications pre-surveillance and speech analytics capabilities that are unmatched in this market. Bill, capture has always been an IT function. Is everything you do still uh, focused around improving IT or if I could use the word business case? I would say yes and no. Look, yes, in that we're putting a lot more focus on IT now as the IT teams continue to be asked to do more with less. And very believe that without proper aligned technology, compliance just doesn't work. Equally, I will say no in the fact that vendors like Verit can't exist in a siloed technology space. We need to think across the needs of the three lines of defense, the business, compliance, and internal audit. How can the technology benefit everybody? So much so that we're adapting our solutions to align the IT into those three lines of defense and cheekily calling it 4LOD. Look, there's still a lot to be done in the IT space, as unfortunately, most of the time, vendors' offerings don't match the, the marketing hype or what businesses need either. I'm not saying it's easy, as one solution doesn't fit all as, as much as we'd like it to. Banks think what they're buying holistically takes care of all their compliance needs. But in reality, most highly advertised solutions fall short of the ability to fulfill regulatory requirements. A perfect example of this is the way that vendors eagerly claim that they can capture Microsoft Teams chat compliantly, when what they can actually capture are a one-bar, one-off sidebar conversation, but not actual persistent chats between people that include modern attachments, gifts, memes, etc. And of course, there's also about the challenge about whether they are capturing the attachments or simply the link which then, of course, enables users to make changes without the necessary compliance controls. They simply lack the technology to do it. Bearing Financial Compliance is at the forefront of offering both voice and persistent chat in a single solution. So compliance capture has always been associated with and perhaps even driven by fraud and compliance. Is that still the case in your opinion? No, well, look, when we talked about recording and capture in the past, it's always been assumed that this was around fraud. The modern reality, however, is that there are very few bad actors out there. And those that have become so sophisticated that simply listening to calls is unlikely to find the needle in the haystack. You do need specialist solutions for it. In this more modern, more ethical world, most banks realize that the wider issue lies around managing the conduct risk within their own organizations. The use of capture technology very closely aligns with analytics programs that are critical to ensure that users are acting with integrity, acting with due skill, care and diligence. And look, are they paying due regard to the interests of their customers and treating them fairly? Furthermore, in the organization observing proper standards of market conduct. And finally, do they actually understand the human behavior to protect and support the needs of their employees? Technology solutions should be able to support all of these use cases. 
Bill, starting about 18 months ago with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, we saw some stunning fines around banks and financial institutions failing to meet these requirements and the FCA in the United Kingdom. Do you think that just we had $2 billion in September 2021 fines levied by the SEC? Are financial institutions finally getting the message because of the scope of these fines so that you can talk to them about things like compliance capture? Certainly at the top end, Tom, the tier one banks have obviously borne the brunt of all those fines and you constantly you hear in the news a lot of the, the large American or European banks. I don't think the fines have really filtered down to what you call the tier two or tier three. There isn't a consistency. It's almost like the name and shame of the big boys and the hope that other companies will follow suit. I think there's still an awful lot of let's put my head in the sand and see if I can get away with it. And of course, once they don't get away with it, then of course they go the other way and almost go over the top. It's it's a difficult one. I think in some ways, yes, the big boys are definitely getting the message because they have to. But, but again, in things like WeChat and WhatsApp, you've seen so many fines happening literally in the last year or two. They still don't get the wider communications needs, but they are definitely realizing that they do have to try and control not just one piece of technology, but everything that they do. Well, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode. I hope our listeners will join us in our next episode where it's provocatively entitled to be or not to be compliant. Before we leave, though, I wanted to ask you if our listeners wanted any more information on uh, Varent or the topics we've touched on in this podcast, what might be the best place or places for them to go? Very simply is really just to go to the Varent website where we have a specialist section, particularly around the financial compliance area and some of the unique capabilities that we're now proposing and putting forward in this space. Well, Phil, thanks. And I look forward to continuing this conversation. Thanks, Tom. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Future of Communication in Financial Compliance. If you'd like more information on Verint, please check out their website, Verint, V-E-R-I-N-T dot com. This podcast series sponsored by Verint is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network.